What's up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. (laughs) Period. This right here is my. Do you ever think about. Do you okay, 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 okay. You know how people talk about how music is trash now, all people doing is TikTok into it. But yeah. that is not even like you think about the Soldier Boy era, it's the same thing. Um, I ignore people about when it comes to music conversations just because I always try to stay up on, you know, current music just because I don't want to be that person that just be like, Oh, in my day. Yeah, so, it nothing's changed. Like it, like, like literally the Soldier Boy era. Hand. Hmm. It's the same thing. Literally the same thing. Dances that went viral on social media that were associated with certain songs. And social boy music, I mean, he's not he's not like the best rapper, and neither are the people from this present day, but he definitely made bops. And, and it's just it's just funny how things re, how how things you know, my mommy's always say history always repeat itself when it comes to fashion and trends and stuff like that. But it's just always funny how the newer generation thinks that it's like original when nothing is original ever at any point. Even when we, even when we were like babies, like R and B music was not as accepted as it is now. Like that, that, that um, style of R and B music because it was very raunchy. Like Mary J. Blige and all those other people that were making music. First of all, they were using samples and remakes, something that people be thinking like, oh. Y'all overdoing it now, but realistically, literally every bro, I say this all the time. The songs that you think not, you think people think these songs not sample because they don't recognize the sample. Yeah, yep, it's a sample. And then they used to rap. I mean, like the the R&B music started to get more like rough and raunchy, and you know it, it wasn't the same as before. So of course they had to, they said the same thing. Like it's literally the same thing. Yeah, and even when you talk like, about like, I just be looking crazy. Like, I mean, music has always been explicit too. I mean, there's literally music dating back to the 20s that talked about you know sex and stuff. I do think it's more widely accepted, and I also think that um in the 90s and early, well, I'll say the 90s, maybe the 80s and and prior, they were more metaphoric than straight up talking about you know spin around with it still inside. Oh, in the 90s they did too. I, I know, but I think that. Is way more common now, but I also think there's oh, way no. many, way more artists also. So anyway, yeah. how your week been? Um, my week has been pretty good. I, um, the only thing that I'm annoyed by is well, a few things I'm annoyed by. My nail salon that I go to was open today. Um, you be getting full sets? Yeah, yeah girl. You should use press ons. Girl, please. Um. <clears throat> I get a pedicure and a gel manicure, but they was closed. I normally try to get it when I get my hair cut, but they was closed. So, um, what else did I was irritated about? Oh, I haven't cleaned my apartment this week. I normally clean on Mondays, and I'm behind. I haven't done laundry, so I don't know. I just been out of it. Why don't you hire a housekeeper for the week? Or not for the week, but this week? Like have somebody come in and take care of that. Um, I have a lot of problems with with using people services and they don't show up. Oh wow, I haven't had that problem. I, I've booked a few people on TaskRabbit and other. Mm-hmm. Go on Thumbtack. 
And on Thumbtack, you can see how really see when I when I use those services, I look at how many people near me have used them before. I read I read the reviews and I look at their any awards they might have won from the apps. I make sure they be got there. Yeah, I make sure that I'm like the the person that I um that I picked had like 500 reviews. Like he was wow. And so when he didn't show up, I'm like, something maybe have happened to him or something. So he hit me like three days later, like, oh, I had COVID. But I'm like, child, she's been a while by now. That happened to me. Let me tell you, in the world of um dog grooming, it's very when you when you have a dog that actually needs a stylist, it's very hard to number one find a good groomer and find one that's available. So rule of thumb, like for example, if you have any kind of doodle poodle mix. They have to get haircuts, and that's every six to eight weeks. So if you find somebody and you like them, your best bet is to make an appointment the same, their next appointment the same day as the present appointment. Because like with Hazel, sometimes I've gone four or five months without her, without being able to get her an appointment with a good groomer. And unfortunately, because she has hair and not fur, it mats up so easily. So now she's going Thursday. But they're gonna literally have to shave her tail, shave her ears, and it's only so much I can. Re- when it gets long, it's like us. If our hair is um. Like how my hair right now is in these four braids because I really know what else to do because if I didn't do that then I, it would be matting up. So anyway, it's just kind of like that. I had a um, mo- I booked I booked two mo- on two separate occasions. I booked two separate mobile groomers because I just felt like it would be more convenient because I'm working from home. Just come groom. They'll park in the parking lot. You know the way they gotta do. But the first girl, she didn't show up. No notice. No nothing. She hit me up a couple of days later saying that she had broke her arm. Sweetie, what's your? I've seen people typing with their toes. Okay, oh, say something. And then, um, and she was she used to groom my next door neighbor's dog for a long time. Now, did she when I booked her, my that neighbor had moved. But to me, it's like okay, perfect. You know where I live. You're not unfamiliar. Blah blah blah. So okay, cool. And then the next lady is where I I met this lady at the um at the HOA meeting, and she suggested her to me. Now this lady don't have no social media, no website, but she been doing grooming for seventeen years. Blah blah. I'm like, okay, y'all say she good, and her name just like mine. All right, let me book with her. I book with her, and the day of. Now mind you, I book with her after already being behind on appointments because I couldn't find nobody. Anyways, I get a text message talking about hey, so the girl name is Leisha. She was like. Hey, this is such such texting on behalf of Alicia. Alicia's not feeling good, blah, blah, blah. So she's not going to be able to come read. Sweetie, you didn't even have to say that. You could have just said, I need to cancel your appointment. I, to me, that gives lie. You lying. I don't care. Yeah. Because I don't even know who I'm talking to. So anyway, um, I understand what you mean. It's like you try to book with both of those places were referrals. And then what's crazy is after that happened, those people was like, yeah, I had an issue with her too. Why are y'all referring people that y'all had bad experiences with, but you're not saying that when you refer mm-hmm. them? If I, you know me, if I have a bad experience, I'll tell you. Me too, but it's happened so many times. I've had movers damage my stuff and people have told me they had a bad, it's like, why would you suggest that? And if you do suggest, you need to offer a disclaimer. Yeah. I, I it's very that. strange. Um, I'm actually, hate to sound like me, child, because first of all, I don't get my locks twisted that often. But my stylist, she come out here every other month, and she hasn't come out here in, like, a while because of the flights have been so expensive. So I haven't got my hair done since March, and I just got my hair done on Sunday. So Does she come out there for a certain occasion? She come out here to work. She got clients out here. So she'll book, like, five days, and she'll pay, like, a day rate at a salon and just work. Oh, wow. That's actually really cool. Yeah. Some people have, like... 
chairs. Like this one, the barbershop that I was going to when I first moved here, when I kept getting stood up. See what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, you were going through it. I forgot about that. <clears throat> um, So the owner of that barbershop owns that whole block pretty much. So it's giving Salon Ramsey. So he has a, um, it's called RVM. Well, let me not give him no free promo. But um, <laughs> they have. I can't guarantee name. I'm edited out. I'll be sleepy editing. Oh, well, whatever. If you heard it, you heard it. Um, they have like a RVM twist, a RVM barbershop. It's two barbershops. It's literally three lock salons like where people twist hair and then across the street is a hair salon. So I'm like, they got their whole block on lock. All right. I, um, I want to open up a salon suite. Money. Because yeah. let me tell you something. I don't even like... Like, my barber, I'm okay with him or whatever. I'm okay with what he got going on because he owns the barbershop. But for real, for real, when I get my hair done now and, and stuff like that, I don't like being in the barber, in, like, the area where everybody Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, me too. And it's more peaceful. It's more peaceful. I can have like a conversation with my stylist. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to. I just, I don't know. Like, I got my hair done the other day and it was in the open salon. And I ain't minded, but too many questions. Like, I'm, I don't, from other people. Yeah, I can understand that. Actually, I'm trying to think. I haven't been to a hair salon like that in a long time. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, I can't, it's. Earlier this year, I actually spoke to someone about investing in a, um, opening a franchise for salon suites, but I just, the timing wasn't the best. I can't do it right now, but I do plan on doing the next couple of years. Cause I, I thought that you had to have a license, like cosmetology license to do it, but you don't. And so. that I would do. Yeah, well, maybe we should do it together. That'd be cool. We can put it in LA. Yes. Oh, I'm very, I'm very serious about it. It's um, I think I, I, I can't remember how much they wanted up front. I think it was like sixty racks up front or something like that. But I think it could be that could be lucrative for real. For real, we get a nice office manager. Um, you know, I'm not opposed to it. But yeah, I definitely spoke to somebody. I spoke to a guy. He was based out of Florida, and um, this is just for one chain. But I'm like, the reason why I didn't proceed with getting more information from him because I'm like, what's is it better to just buy my own spot and do it? You know, but the only thing is they provide the equipment and stuff like that. But anyway, we yeah. can. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, all right, you got a black business of the week. So I do have a black business of the week. It's a little different. So I um. <clears throat> So I'm not, I've, I've tried a lot of diets. I mean, we've been doing this podcast for a minute. And since we've been doing it, I've tried a lot of different diets. So I've come to the conclusion that I just need to cut out certain things in my everyday diet and just work on it that way. Like cut it out, cut out certain things. Anywho, um, I was thinking about going back vegan and then I'm like, maybe vegetarian. So I was just looking up things to eat on um, on YouTube and came across this one girl's account. Her name is Plant Based Princess. Her, her name is Ree, but her um, account is Plant Based Princess. So I like her page because it's very, she speaks on the level that I can understand for one. So that's good. And then she explains the reason why she eats certain things and the reason why she cut it out. So it's, it makes sense. It's like mm-hmm. she's not just doing things just because the Internet says, hey, you need to take this 
for this blah blah blah. She knows what she has. Like she went and got a blood test, and she know what her blood type. You know, she's feed, eating for her blood type, eating for her gut, eating for her heart health, eating for her vitamin deficiency, or if it's you know too high, whatever. She's eating for that, and I appreciate it. So, um, I was on her page. I was just looking. I mean, like, even her boyfriend eats like that, too. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cute to see them. Like, and what that she makes videos like what I eat in a day or what I eat in a week. And it's just authentic. It's like stuff that you already have in the refrigerator that you can, that you never would have thought to put together. Yeah, I need some of the recipes because I got a lot of flaxseed and I'm tired of putting it in my smoothies and going to the bathroom. Yeah, stuff like that. It's like, you know, you can use that stuff that you normally wouldn't or will let go bad. You can use it in another way. It was another girl I found that did the same thing, too. I forgot her page, but um, Plant Based Princess is a really good one. Um, All right. Her, I'll, I'll give it. I'll send her page so you can. You know, a YouTuber that you put me onto a while, but I actually recently unsubscribed because I wasn't even cooking the stuff, but smoking and grilling with AB. Oh, yeah. He out there with. Yeah, he, you know, he'd be like, uh, I can't. I forgot. It's something he always say. He always repeat the same words. You know, you know. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, you know, so you can uh, the, but yeah, I think he, he got he bought a food hall out there somewhere. Him and this Asian guy. Oh, really? I ain't know. That be he always. You follow him on Instagram, something? YouTube. Oh, you were still be watching it. Well, no, I was subscribed up until a couple of weeks ago, but you know, sometimes YouTube YouTube has a really good algorithm. It'll, they'll still show you some of the stuff sometimes on the homepage, but he has a few recipes that I like um, that I'll go back to. But the thing is, I don't I cook, but I don't cook that often because I it'd be so many dishes. I cook two, three times a week, so I don't always get a chance to do his recipes. And I, my yeah. recipes always have connected um, ingredients so I can save money on my grocery runs. So that's my problem now. Um, I I just I don't really like going out to eat no more. Like if I do it. I, I make going out to eat a thing because at, at one point it's just normal. Like, I just go out to eat every day. So now I make it a thing. When I go out to dinner, I'm going to a nice restaurant that I want to try, whatever. But otherwise, I'm cooking. So that's my problem. So I don't be wanting to wash dishes after I eat or, you know. Yeah, it's a lot. And I have a lot of non dishwasher safe skillets and stuff. So I just be like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go. I don't even think to use my dishwasher, but. Oh baby, I use it down. I use it most. I use it more than I cook. But okay, cool. I put the episode. I mean, the episode notes. I put the YouTube page in the episode notes, and let's get into tweets from the streets. You had a tweet from the streets, (laughs) Miss Snaggletooth. So I saw this post keep going around on Twitter and Instagram, and it says. it says, hold on, let me pull her up. Because, I mean, I honestly, I was like, you know what? Same. Shame. Um, Shame is I'm, what you should be saying. I'm honest. I don't care. <laughs> One thing about me. I can pull it up because it's right here in our DM. Hey, um, young thug, too, by the way. Free thugger. Happy birthday to that boy. Okay, I'm going to read it since Draco can't find it. It says. I found it. I okay. got a little, <laughs> I got a little Krishan in me. That's why I don't say much when y'all talk about her. That's embarrassing. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I really be sitting here thinking about just like the past relationships that I've had with people who I really liked and just how chaotic it was and just the crazy shit that I've done to just stay with them. Mm-mm. It might be a little Krishan. 
And now the, mm-hmm. the gag is I ain't missing no front tooth, but that side tooth wiggling. Mm-mm. That little girl needs Not more in common she need to find for self love ASAP. It's really embarrassing. She do. She do. It's embarrassing. But that's why I said a little bit of Krishan. I got a little. What's I the bit? The athletic part? Because she has. Listen, do your thing between you and God. Exactly. Stop judging me. I can't help that part. <laughs> <You can't. laughs> but uh, but yeah, I can't lie. I I don't got. I know we said every other week. I couldn't care less about these these mfers. So on to the next. Um, I'm trying to think. I I'm um, I don't think I've ever done anything to make somebody stay with me. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. Not necessarily stay with me, but I've done some crazy things while in love with somebody. Like some really uh, crazy. I want to go fight. Oh, you done some crazy things, and I, I'm not gonna put you out there. Put me out there, cause I don't recall. You know, I, I compartmentalize. Okay, well, let me just use some context clues, so, and then you keep going. Okay. Baby stroller. <laughs> I don't. Remember, I don't know what that is. Door knock. Baby stroller. <laughs> That's when I went to fight. That's what I'm saying. That's the only situation that I can recall. And that was my pride on the line. Y'all, basically, I went through my (laughs) ex-boyfriend's email, found out he was cheating on me. I already knew he was cheating on me. I just didn't have no evidence. And it was an email. God placed that young lady's email, um, home address in them emails, and I showed up. That's it. Ready to fight. And a couple years ago, I seen her in uh, in Camp Creek. And she held the door for me. And she knew it was me. Because, you know, when people pause, like, give me that darn door. Get out of my face. But anyway, that's it, though. You know, that situation, I was, I feel like I already didn't even like him. And I got with him anyway. And you do me like, you You got the, that, y'all, that was, I will say, I did some crazy stuff. I, I did crazy stuff in the end of that relationship because I was so livid that I was being disrespected like I was. And, um... I made the man quit his job and everything because he was scared to show up to work. He thought I was going to fight him after he found... Because after I showed up to her house, I also, I replied to the email and told him what I did. I don't know about y'all listening to this story, but it sounds very Krishani to me. Baby, I was like 21. I'm 32. Man, we're talking to... I'm, but it's still a part of me. So I don't... That part of me. I don't do it no more. I cared. I don't do it. I don't do that anymore. I don't act like that. I'm, I'm mature. I'm adult now. But I'm just saying, I've I've been there. And she's yeah, I can't. yeah. See, yeah, I just be forgetting stuff like that because it's been so long ago. But yeah, I mean, I get it. Sometimes people take you to a point, but for that situation, I was just so I was really hurt. So I'm like, oh, you about to be hurt. Your family member about to be hurt. And but I could have definitely went to jail. I definitely should have went to jail, but thank God I didn't. Anyway, nobody got hurt. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let's move on to uh, shop talk. So, um. I got my monkey pox shot. Hey, that mean you went to a bathhouse? <laughs> Told them folks I was at a um that I led a sex party more than 25 men. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I ain't never did no shit like that in my life. <laughs> I scammed the government. I lied and told them I was a whore. Stop. Okay, please stop. Oh, hold up. Shop talk. I have. Let me tell y'all something. I told you I never been a hater. And I stand on what I say. Yeah, let's go. I like Megan Thee Stallion album. And y'all know I always talk about how I think the girl can rap, but I do not like her music. And this album 
is if it sounds like this every time, and I have actually listened to all of her projects. That's a fact, right hand on the Bible. But and I always because I always give it a chance because I like her as a person, just not as an artist. So I would listen to her projects, and I'm just like, I don't like it. I don't like her cadence. It's the same thing I say every time or her slash flow. And in this project, she changed it up, and she, I mean, no skips except for no Crush Delicious. Girl, you need to get a refund for future. <laughs> I do not like that song at all. I don't even know what the man's saying. But um, I actually really like her album from, from front to back. I mean, she really did her thing. And then towards the end, I think the last four, I just didn't love it. But to me, that's still a great track. Like, that's like, I, yeah. I wrote it on my way to Alabama. And I mean, I'm like, dang, this is okay. I don't know how many more times I'll play it because I'm not really a run it back type of person unless it's like City Girls-esque. But she did a great job. I, I'll give her that. I got to say it. Um. Yeah, I'm waiting to have that same really... reaction for Nicki Minaj. Okay. Um, I feel like this probably is my one of my favorite Megan projects because I, like you said, it was different, and I feel like she, the the stuff that she was talking about, I really felt her. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot she of. She would get about. real deep and then start talking about her coochie, though. I'm like Megan. Yeah, I mean, she got she got she got to feed the crowd at the end of the day. But she was really talking about some real stuff, and I'm just like, come on now, but do your thing. But like I said, she did a great job. I'm really, I really, I literally, seriously enjoy her project. It was a lot of um, just a lot of good. Like that's the creativity I think that creates longevity to me. I'm no A and R, but I got I really didn't like the way she rapped on her prior projects. It just it just it just so um. Also, if y'all didn't know. Um, the queen, I, aka me, um, I worked on her new video that just came out. Her that she yeah. just dropped. She, 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 hey, she, hey, her. Hey. Now she snapped on that too. I like that. So I ain't know if, when I saw a clip of her performing. I think on Good Morning America. I'm like, now what is this? But when you hear the song, I'm like, okay, I like this. I like this. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. That everybody doing this house. I wonder if they be like, if everybody be gossiping around the industry. Like, hey, y'all know. These house beats finna be up. You better hop in the wave. Oh, okay. They do. I've been in rooms where people are like, oh, so-and-so is um, experimenting with these type of sounds. But you never know if they're going to use it or not. They just, so you could be the trailblazing don't even, only because you overheard something. Yeah. And you so get the credit you know, for it. And it's so funny, too, because a lot of people, um, they be like, oh, they all dropping this because of Beyonce and Drake. But realistically, that song probably could have been recorded so long ago. I know. I've seen some comments like that. They was like, she probably been recorded. I mean, she probably recorded this yesterday. But I'm like, first of all, this style of music is not old, you know, whatsoever. And if we want to give some credit, we got to give it to Azalea Banks. Not that she was the first, but she definitely was a rapper. Yeah, that was using that kind of time. in that type of rap. In this, in this era, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. She snapped. I'm, I'm, I mean, genuinely, I really did like her project, and I'm not ashamed to say that. And if I don't like the next one, I'm gonna say that too. But I like it, and I'm gonna keep giving it a chance because that's what I do. And that's the kind of person I am. Okay, we, well, yeah, you we, 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 love, we love and appreciate an honest Aquarius. Okay. Hello, somebody. You got something you want to add to shop talk? Um, yeah, it's a lot that happened this week. Um, let's see. Um. So, the girl who took that picture in front of the Rattler uh, thing at FAMU, she's now being investigated. What does that investigate? She was naked on campus. Um... I, you know, I'm... They're they're being investigated because they're trying to withhold her diploma. I mean... 
Unfortunately, this is my thing. Does she plan to actually work for somebody putting something like that out there? I think you know I'm all for people being open about their sexuality, but I think that people be are beyond over sexualizing themselves in our environments. Like it's like where do you draw the line? I saw a video of this lady pleasing herself on a uh, on a uh, jumping out of an airplane on Twitter. Yesterday. Yeah, no, I agree. I do feel like because because people try to act like they don't understand that either. Like. You can be okay with people being sexual beings, you know? Mm-hmm. But I think that it's you you know when you being you doing too much. I mean, that's just with anything in your life. Yeah. You know when you're doing too much. And, and granted, we do have like uh a freedom we we can be freely who we want to be, but I think that sometimes people do take it a little too far. Like I really hate when people like I understand on the fans is a thing, but I really hate when I see people who um have those freak pages that are like oh in public and i'm in my head in I like middle, i've seen people living in the middle of downtown in the street I on think the highway that, yeah like it, it's always like some weird shit i remember one time my mom um her car was messed up she had to get on a train and she told me that some guy had like exposed himself to her on the train before and she that was happened to like, me mortified about that shit so me thinking about shit like that and then just noticing that you know knowing that like kids are on on those public transits and how young we were when when we start because i've seen shit like that it's just weird that's just- happened to me on the train and at the train station two different times it's really sick and you're right because i think one of my biggest concerns for this upcoming generation is they are exposed to a whole lot very soon like they're living lives of late 20 early 30 year olds and they're not even 18 years old yet and i feel like sometimes that can distract the natural learning process now i'm no scientist or philosopher so i could be wrong but some of the stuff i've seen in some of these kids they lack so many communication skills yes and they they lack social skills they don't even their importance is on reactions and just like having photos for evidence i guess like taking photos of everything recording everything that's not really new it's just that we have phones that can, can capture this stuff but i think that People, sex is obviously for pleasure, but there's so many other things that come with that risk to illness, having kids you can't take care of, having kids and can't abort it. Um, it can lead to darn addiction and mental illness. There's so many things. It's never just there for pleasure. So I think that people should be mindful of that. On top of that, it's unsanitary. Like, I don't want to see that. I don't want to be around it. And I feel like because it is something that is intimate, there's a reason why we wear clothes, okay? Adam and Eve did day one. And so now we were closed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I feel like that is something that's very private and we should not, we should be able to go into public places. Yeah, and like not- even my straight friends, I, I've had complain on, you know, on social media, how they were trying to just, you know, have a normal day at the gym. And then they go in the locker room and some, some crazy shit is going on in there. And I'm just like, I never, you know what I'm saying? Like the video just makes me like uncomfortable. Yeah. When, I, when those videos pop up, because I'm like, whatever, I, you know, I'm a grown-ass man, so of course I've seen porn and stuff before, but I think it was when those videos and people just be in the middle of traffic and I literally saw a video of a guy dressed as a clown having sex on the side of, on the side of, you know where um the Grady, the Grady Loop is before you yeah, get on 20? On the mm-hmm. side, like, I'm like, are you sick? You actually can't escape this if the police roll up. Telling you, let me tell you something about. Um, I feel like they should be registered sex offenders. They do. When they get caught, that's exactly what happens to oh, them. Oh, okay, good. Because you're offending me sexually. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like you get. That's why I'm like, how are y'all just not, not like you're gonna ruin your life all because you're trying to fulfill a, a fan. You actually have a mental issue. 
and you want to get some content. Yeah, it's really weird. There are really not a lot of boundaries. I feel like the um sen- like sexual censorship has gotten less and less over the years. I mean, you think about it. I mean, there were times when women wasn't even wearing dresses, and not, not that that's relevant necessarily, but I'm just saying how covered up people were. People have always had sex. People have always made porn. People have always done these these different activities, but it was not always as accessible or public. I mean, literally, I can go on Twitter and have no control about porn being posted on my darn timeline. I hate it. I hate that. I really do. I could be at church. About to pass communion, but needing to check the time, and I got sex on my phone. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's move on for that. Yeah, I saw the girl um pictures. They really didn't even slap for real, but we're not gonna go there. I just and the fact that she got a master's degree and that was what she decided to put out. It's like, are do you seriously? Do, I mean, not that everybody needs to work jobs, but I would hope if you went to school for a, a master's degree that you plan on working for somebody. And not just yourself, because you ain't have to go to school to work for yourself. Maybe she's studying um, anatomy. <laughs> well, she needs um, scrubs instead of scrubbing the ground. Yeah. Okay. So um, this B2K thing is getting really weird, and it's really sad to say. <laughs> it is. I am. You know, I try to. I try to have this conversation with my other friends, but I don't think that they had like a real. Uh, I guess like I ain't gonna say a real childhood, but I know us and the people that we were around. We loved like the teenage yes. uh, superstars during that time. Yes. So we these loved- people who we was we were standing for that didn't even make it past the first song drop. No, for real. <laughs> and there was people that even that song didn't even hit the radio. Miranda, yeah. Oh, cool. Can I <laughs> you? I want to know where Miranda is at. Do you remember the um the Hamptons? I used to say they like three grown men. It was like some young boys. They came out after um. You remember? It don't even matter. You remember Intune with Lloyd? I remember Intune. I was playing Ready the other day. I was like, I don't know where this thought came from, but I had to play that song. So um, they keep going online just trying to uh, paint Omarion as like a bad person and saying that he's doing this stuff. And I and I find it fucked up. And I really think that they're doing that just because he he's coming out with that book. Um, just basically talking about how or a documentary you know, or is he doing both? I know he has a book. I don't know about a documentary. I ain't know about that. But, oh, okay. Um, but I think it's just like so fucked up that they doing that because they, I feel like they're doing that just because of the book is coming out. And I feel like Omarion over the years, he is a very corny person. I real I will say that he's very corny, but in a cute way to me. But I do feel like he has had to do a lot of healing just because he's seen so much shit around him and been through a lot in this industry. And so he's done, you know, his part from the outside looking in because I don't know him personally. But um, it just backfired on them because now he released some footage of Jay Boog taunting Raz B with a shirt that reads, I don't feel safe because... Oh, yeah, I saw that. Um, Raz B during the tour didn't feel safe he felt like somewhere chris stokes was around he was going to pop up and of course you know that he has history of um you know molestation and sexual abuse with him so of course he don't want to be around his abuser and for jay boog to make a joke out of that or even be really insensitive to some shit like that just really shows his character and where he 
stands as a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. I saw that video clip. I didn't get to finish it, but it really annoyed me. But I also feel like all of them are guilty of some kind of something. I know Omarion preaches his peacefulness, but I don't, I, I wouldn't doubt that he play a part in a lot of the downfall of BTK also. I just oh, yeah, no, for sure. And I think I even, a lot of it could also be rooted in favoritism or envy because apparently Omarion wasn't an original member of the group, but then look at how far he succeeded. And I think they really took their verses as the opportunity to, to like attack him. Yeah, for sure. Um, even when I was looking at some of the interview, they were talking about the verses. Raz B had, he was the first one to talk. He was like, honestly, I think that Omarion, he's like, I think he did really good. Like, I liked it. And then uh, Lil Fizz was like, this nigga. Like, no, you didn't. Why would you sit there and lie? You know you ain't like that shit. And he probably genuinely did, but how you gonna right. tell him? He's trying to press, yeah, group think, don't want him. You know how folks, but they want everybody to hate you together. Join the mm-hmm. fan club. Yeah, it's just too bad, but you know, I feel like that's what happens with, when you force the same three people to do everything together for money for a long time. I mean, granted, they're all grown now, but I mean, you look, it's just not necessarily possible. I hope that never happens to JT and Young Miami, even though people try to do pulled it apart in his last episode of Carisha Please. But I think that people, it's like, it's like, and it's not the same, but this is how I think of like high school sweethearts. I always feel like it's a terrible idea because you have to grow in different stages of life. You met at such a young age and not even realizing so much about you. It hasn't even developed. You don't know how to run a business. You don't know how to know how to make money. You don't have any true structure. And you have to do all those things and learn all those things with these same people who are also learning the same lessons who haven't even become who they really are going to be. And so people like fans expect them to continue the show but it's like i can't because i hate this person actually mm. because of what they did they didn't let it go they let the money get to them. they let the fame get to them. they stole my baby mama like it's just a lot too much a lot yeah and then he, was, and then he got mad because omarion dropped his kids off at their mom's house and he was there and he didn't speak to him that's weird. Yeah, apparently they wasn't even talking at that time, which to me is crazy because why you, Lil Fizz, why would you even cross that line? And uh, I don't, yeah, it's a lot. So yeah. I thought they had a documentary. I think I thought that on the shade room, they said that clip was from the documentary. That's where I got that perception from. <sighs> a shame. So anyway, um, so basically somebody leaked a, docu- a discovery document from this YSL case. And so people have gotten names of witnesses and cooperatives in the case and they are bullying them on social media. I actually think that's really scary. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not here for the snitching per se, but I'm just saying like the fact that people are, you know, leaking that kind of information. People, apparently people are going on their kids pages, leaving hateful comments. It's like your family not even safe off of something that they had nothing to do with. Hopefully they had nothing to do with it anyway, but yeah. Uh, it's just weird. This fan stuff, you know, like I said before, like a lot of these fans be claiming these gangs, like claiming YSL, claiming whatever or whatever. Oh, I'm not going to say gangs, these labels, these groups, but they don't even really know the real context of the real life of these people. They just like the acronym and the logos and they want to be a part of it. So it's like the police can't even, like, can't even treat it as like just fans. They got to take it seriously because it's like y'all need these witnesses. But yeah. even though if he's if he's a witness, he had to take the he has to take the stand anyway. But I just don't like I don't know I don't like that kind of stuff. That's kind of scary. Um, unfortunately, this is the life that these men chose, mm-hmm. and it right, sucks right. that it sucks that their family has to um, play a part in this. But honestly, this has been going on so long. Like I've been I, I'm not really familiar with a lot of like the 
crack era, you know, during the 80s. And I just know what I see now on the remakes of movies and stuff because my mom didn't allow me to watch shit like that. So now I'm looking at it and I'm like, honestly, they still doing this. Like, it's so much shit that they still doing and how what they you say still doing. Family. What you talking about? Like, um, putting their families in danger. Like, I, mm-hmm. I watched Snowfall and it's pretty much the same thing. You know? Oh like, yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't really care about protecting you. They just want to charge somebody for the crime and keep it pushing. Yeah, for sure. So I do feel like they're probably gonna end up charging him with everything and just. He ain't gonna get out. I feel bad, but honestly, you do the crime, you do the time. Do the crime, do the time. That's, so petty. Yeah. that's petty to say, but realistically, like, real, you know, you gotta kind of. I get it. A humble right yeah. scientist find a new man. All right, sorry. Okay. Um, she's just taking the money, dang. Can she get her little check real quick? I know the baby can't sing, so she got. She can sing, but she's not a singer. If that makes sense. I love Mariah. Okay, I'm gonna just say that. That's good. All right, anyway. So I don't really have a lot from Shop Talk to contribute. I actually had a, a little subject I think I wanted to speak on and see what your thoughts are. Um, okay, run it to me. Um, Hold on. I'm sorry. I'll be sleeping when we record at night. Okay, so I see this like logic on social media a lot, especially when you read the comments or the tweet replies. Like I feel like we talked about this a little bit last week, but I... So there... I get a lot of home buying videos on my um, For You page. Like, you know, that's like the stuff that I, that's like my area of expertise, I guess. And so people be like, hey, so I saw this, this is the specific video I saw. And this is actually what I do. Somebody was like, this is how you build wealth in real estate. You buy a home, you live in it for two years, you sell it, or you rent it out and you buy another one and you repeat the cycle every two years. And the reason why they said that is because when you have a home and you sell it, after two years, you're not responsible for the tax on the money that you made off of it. So you basically get free money off of basically out of moving. And that's what I be doing. I just buy, I don't look at my buying real estate as my forever home. I look at it as like an ex, ex, a dramatic savings account. Like buy this place, sell it, blah, blah. People in the comments was like, I need y'all to stop trying to force home buying on us. I can't afford a house. Stop doing this. Stop telling poor people to buy real estate. And I'm just like, I genuinely understand like seeing somebody telling you to do something that you literally cannot do. But it's like, then you're not the target audience for this video because somebody is looking at this and they can relate to it. And I see it so much like people will be like, oh, I need um to get my nails done. I want this design. Stop flaunting this type of stuff in the pandemic. Like when, um, like for example, when, um, was it the Kardashians that had that big birthday party during the pandemic and people was mad because of the times that we was in? I'm just like, they not affected by it, probably. You know what I'm saying? It was the kids party, I think, and they was doing that. Yeah, and now it is irresponsible, but it's not realistic to ask people to necessarily stop certain things because you're not able to obtain it yet. But I see it all the time. Anytime it's something about finances, I think that there is something for everybody to benefit from. And no, everybody cannot buy a house. Everybody should not buy a house. We get it. But for this particular person, this worked for them. So they're sharing that information. So I just don't know. Like, do you see those type of comments on certain stuff? Like, I think I mentioned last week about um this girl named Drea tweeting about how much she loved her body. And this girl replied saying that it makes her, it makes her feel bad seeing her tweet about herself. And it's like, that ain't good. The- girl, go home. Exactly. I want to go. <laughs> but I just hate this whole, like, victim 
all the, like this victim yeah. thing stuff that I, I feel, see all the time. Like I, I do feel I do. So what I really enjoy about this generation is that they are so outspoken and they fight for what they want, mm-hmm. and they, you know what I'm saying? Like they not they're fearless for the most part. But what I will say is that I think that people abuse the the power that they have, mm-hmm. and I, and and that's just across the board. Because I feel like that about white people. I feel like that about. Um, black people. I feel that about gay people. I feel like people abuse certain things. Um, you know, they see that, okay, this is a weak spot. We know that if mm-hmm. we use these certain words in this certain tone mm-hmm. and, we use, and, and, and we say it in a certain way that um, we can get a reaction out of everybody and they're going to end up trying to be on our side whether we're wrong or right. But just because we've used these term, these terms, yeah, it's and, like you beating people into submission. It's bullying. It's, not, it's really bullying. It's not cool. I just, I, I, I'm a, I don't consider myself an activist, but I do try to use my platform to just, ex, you know, express my thoughts on um, certain com- conversations like racism, uh, homophobia, transphobia, those type of things, where I see people who are immediately around me affected, or even myself. I try to speak on those. Uh, just because I'm human, you know what I'm saying? I see these things happening. I have a platform where people literally watch pretty much everything that I do, so why not do that? But I also know that sometimes people just be be reaching. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like my one of my problems, um, and this is kind of similar to what you were talking about, but I know this is a problem that I really see that I hate, is when people panhandle online. So they get on and they make these flyers. Oh, this black POC. Oh, my this black queer POC. Um, it's houseless. It's houseless, <laughs> and they need funds for rent and um, hormones. They use all the buzzwords. All the buzzwords. Yeah, and I'm like, realistically, I, I have an issue with that because, granted, if you have, if you need help, I do. I do think that people are, you know, open to ask for help. But when people do those type of things, I shouldn't see you out enjoying drugs and partying. Being irresponsible. Being irresponsible and stuff like that. And it's like, that's the problem that I have with that. It's like, you're not even, this is how you got yourself in this situation in the beginning. Yeah. I I know some real situations where somebody has used all those terms, qualified for all those uh, categories, needed money because their landlord is apparently being a dick, but turns out they just didn't pay rent. They spent it on like drugs and stuff like that. And but that. And it's it's sad because they use all those buzzwords to garner like sympathy and get what they want and still turn around and not do it. And not and that's a, if you're giving from the heart, it's not really about what they do with it because you gave with the right intention, but it is very exploitive, I guess you could say. It's not yeah. it's not fair and it's it's like robbery. But I know some people who are always begging for money online and then I see them buying all these designer stuff and sneaker stuff, and I'm just like I can't tell you what to do with your money per se, but I can't, I am allowed to have an opinion on you asking for money next week because you need food to feed your children. Like you need to feed them those shoestrings from yeah. Jordan's you bought them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I see people and even I've made a lot of irresponsible purchases in my life, but honestly, I don't regret it. I don't regret none of it because I remember at one point in time, I had to steal underwear out of store to, to have it. You know what I'm saying? Underwear. I mean, you stole a lot more than underwear. You stole the whole outfit. And you were switching tags. 
<laughs> it's like give a person an inch, they take them out. <laughs> but Sorry. I'm saying like now I'm able to do certain things, so of course I'm not gonna feel bad. Now of course I'm gonna feel dumb when I ain't got no money. But in that moment, you thought you was doing what you had to do. Yeah, in that moment, I did. But um, I just feel like to piggyback off what you were saying about the people in the comments. That particular situation, honestly, people just have to get over it. There are rich people in the world and there are poor people in the world. Literally. Um, there's always going to be somebody with more money than you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Everybody's not all looking at those videos and those posts at, at the same way. Now, you can exactly. always tell when somebody is doing things to brag, but sometimes people just genuinely enjoy having nice things and it's nothing wrong with that if it's in your budget. Even if it's not in your budget, it still ain't nobody business. You irresponsible you irresponsible as hell. And you're not even supposed to be doing this for real. But it's still nobody's business. So you can't tell me that I'm not supposed to be wearing this or posting outfits with Right to make you comfortable. It's like we're living life. And I really hate how much people hate rich people. I think it's strange, especially when we are contributing to making them rich. Yeah, and also I don't even I don't appreciate how when people feel like they they know people with money or work around people with money that that's their obligations to ask them for money. Right, and then right, you know what I was just saying the other day. Just because somebody has a certain net worth or whatever, that doesn't mean they literally have that money, and they don't have to give it to you. And I don't, I mean I don't hate this. I do not want to sound like I'm being like classes or anything like that. But I really, I really am an advocate for people like getting it out the mud, but not like yeah. on the backs of somebody else. Like I mean, like just doing what you got to do to make ends meet, and that's gonna lead to you know like like earnings earning what you're supposed to have you know what i mean yeah. i know it won't always work like that for people but i agree i just feel like you know just because somebody has money doesn't make them a bad person it doesn't mean they owe you money it doesn't mean that they were unethical about how they acquired their wealth we all get the same 24 hours and i know that we don't all get the same opportunities but i think that it's not always the case where you have to be stuck in that circumstance you need to look at things in a different light i would think yeah and I know and that course, don't I, I, I personally get offended by stuff like that because I've actually went through poverty and just Hello, like, me too. Me too. I got PTSD from I being know. poor. And it's people I know grew up in privilege who be coming to me for advice about stuff. And there's no problem with that. But I'm just saying, like, I will we have been side by side with people who have blue opportunities to be in better predicaments. They like the idea of not having to put in their effort and having somebody come save them. And it's just not cool. Nobody, and I'm, I'm here to tell y'all, nobody is coming. It don't no, matter what happened in your life, nobody is coming to save you. So yeah, no PPP loans yeah. gone, and some of y'all, mm, nothing. I ain't gonna say nothing. Should don't know say some of y'all should lose our section eight because <laughs> they want their money back. Okay, <laughs> they finna lose section eight. People that people already lost it. Some people actually did lose their session date when they got PPP loans because they monitor your account and they like, well, you don't need our help no more. And but I'm saying yeah. when this, I think that when they start this little program where they auditing folks, I think that they're gonna ask for that money back first before they start taking folks to jail. And people ain't gonna be able to make their rent payment. They got to choose jail or mine as well. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
But yeah, so yeah, I just you really just say stuff too far. <laughs> I tried to rhyme it, but yeah, I just I don't know. I just get annoyed by that because it's such a buzzkill, man. It's like if it's not for that's just like saying like telling YouTube to stop showing you ads when you watching videos. Like if it's not for you, then hit skip. Like it's just yeah. it's just keep scrolling. Don't. It's like, like people just want sympathy, man. It annoys me so much, and I know with the internet. These this these situations and people are not necessarily real. It is only a reflection of the people that decided to post when they post. It does not reflect the entire you know community of human beings. But ugh, anyway, all right. Sorry, I'm watching somebody beg that weed man on Instagram, and it's hilarious. Uh, beg? You're begging them to wake up so they can buy weed. Oh my god. Mm. Mm. Mm, I'm telling y'all, y'all need to start acting right on social media. I need, we need social media etiquette. Social media has come such a long way. Do you remember our biggest issue was our top five? Don't get it wrong. People definitely used to be bullying on social media back in the day too. It's just that there was no such thing as a retweet. I feel like that changed the game. For sure. Like, cause you could be able, you would have to go to somebody's page to fight. You remember MySpace? They used to be arguing on the wall on the comments, but it was just like a local thing. <laughs> and now we all up in UK drama, Brazil drama. It's like Jesus, where is the peace? Ain't no peace, no justice, no peace. And that's on Samika Mallory. Okay, all right. So, anyways, y'all, I just you know. <laughs> Just keep an open mind for stuff. They, 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 just because people are sharing financial advice, it does not mean that they're telling you, they're making you somebody who's not able at that moment. And it's like another thing too, while they're saying stop, sh- stop telling poor people to buy houses. How you know you can't benefit from this information in the long run? If if somebody would have told me about that concept a long time ago, baby. That's what I'm saying. It's, it, it doesn't always have to apply to you right then, but. Some things, you know, you can just take in and use further down. Yes, seriously, seriously. I mean, people just so, it's, I mean, we in a a situation with everybody where everybody is just out for self, so I get it. And you're looking for stuff to relate to, but honestly, everybody is different. You're not going to relate to everything, and that's okay. You don't have to. That message isn't for you. Move on. Yeah, it's not for you right now. You have your type of message, you know? Oh, method. You just like the girls. I'm not because we don't. I don't know nothing about no method, nothing. <laughs> Me either, but I know when they say method, they ain't talking about the man. B O A H M L. Hit my line. <laughs> you got B O A. You got Navy Federal. Oh, y'all playing with Navy Federal? Y'all going to jail? Hello, I had to stop going to my brother page because I'm like, I don't even want to know. Thanks. Anyway, all right, let's wrap this thing up. What you got coming up? Um, I have no clue. Y'all, I'm not going to Korea no more. She's she is postponing her trip. Let, let her yeah, postponing, it. but I was really looking forward to it. I can't lie though, I will say this. I I was a little anxious about I have so I got a trip I'm coming that's coming up with for my cousins. Two weeks after that, I was going to Korea for a week, and then shortly after that, I was gonna go to one music fest. Then a couple days after that, I was going to a wedding. And I did feel like that was a lot. I'm still very serious about COVID, so I like to space out my engagement so I can just know for sure that everything is all right. Um, so I did feel a little weird about that, especially with this monkeypox stuff going, but I really was looking forward to Korea. And obviously we can still go, we can go to a later date, but that does clear up my calendar a little bit. So that allows me one event in August, one in October, 
because I'm trying to get rid of my One Music Fest tickets. If y'all want a VIP ticket to One Music Fest, hit my line. I pay five hundred dollars, but I can give it to you for a lower price if you if you um if you meet the. And she also do BOA. I don't, I don't do no methods but PayPal. <laughs> I don't know if I do that. I don't fuck with PayPal. I just love PayPal, but they yeah. don't give people their money back now. One Music Fest has a, a system for reselling tickets. It's called Light, L-Y-T-E. And so you can just list it on there, and if somebody's looking for your ticket, then they'll just go in there, and they'll buy it, and they'll let you know. But that's it. But anyways, I'm not looking to go anymore. I'm just way too anxious about being around all those folks. I can't help it. Maybe if um if I still have my ticket when they announce the, the, the schedule, that might ch- make a change of heart, but I'm not comfortable going. And there's no way for me to feel safe going, even if I do have um VIP. So. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm honestly trying to figure out what I'm gonna do. My niece is having a baby shower next month, so I have to go home for that. And then I am hey, playing. we need to we need to go get some food or something. You act like you can't see me when you come here. You don't like me. I'm a I'm 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 sorry. Um, I'm actually gonna stay for a couple days so I can mm-hmm. visit it's everybody. Okay. No, it's all right. I see you when I I actually when when um if you come with me to Korea, maybe I can fly to L.A. and we can fly to um. No. Fly what? I can fly to LA and we can fly to Korea together. Oh, you saying before? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, but I'm being that I'm saying we can do something when I come in here, girl. Okay. Make sure we, you take a closer test. So I'm you said what? <laughs> I said make sure you take a COVID test. Man, get out of here. Um my COVID test always be took for work every week. Amen. Um, I don't pay for COVID tests because I get them for free. Me either. I actually, get paid. I actually get paid to take COVID tests. Okay. Cool. Anyway, all right, we're getting off topic. No, so when I'm coming to Atlanta, so I'm trying to figure that out. And then I am planning to come for the holidays. I'm not coming for Thanksgiving, but I will come for, for Christmas because I want to stay through New Year's Eve. Uh who are you gonna stay with? Are you gonna get a hotel? Um, as of now, I, I, uh, me and Zay have a little barter system. When he come out here, he stay with me. When I come out there, I stay with him. Oh, so, ain't that cute. So I do that, but, um, I do plan on going to see my other family, other side of the family I never see when I come In for Palmetto? Yeah, I'm gonna go down there, I think. But my sister be acting real funny about her little well, posture. For good reason. Why? Ain't it because of... No. Oh. Okay, sorry. Well, Nina, she, she, I don't know what that means, but I, I'll tell you <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's wrap this thing up. We ain't talking about nothing. Yeah. All right. So, um, we'll see y'all next week. Y'all know what it is with me. Y'all don't know what, y'all know what the vibes is. Mm-hmm. We'll see y'all next week. It's city girls. Period. All and right. Holla at you, girl. In your twirl. <laughs>